Welcome to the IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast for couples who struggle with infertility and want to fulfill their dreams of becoming parents. To access previous episodes packed with ideas, solutions and tips that actually work, head over to Dr. Chapman's IVF podcast on iTunes. You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1-800-111-483 or by emailing him michael.chapman at ivf.com.au. So today, obviously, the world is full of coronavirus. The media is full of it. Everybody's worrying about it. And in particular, obviously, I'm seeing patients, infertility patients, who are concerned about what impact it may have on their treatment. Coronavirus has only been around for four months. It's infected over 200,000 people worldwide. And many of those have been pregnant. And certainly all we can draw upon in terms of giving advice is the experiences from those early cases in China where the bulk of infections have occurred. And that evidence to date is actually very reassuring that there does not appear to be an increased risk of miscarriage in early pregnancy, even if you've got the virus. And in late pregnancy, there also does not appear to be any negative effects either on the baby or the mother, even when they've got the infection. Just today, there have been some reports of babies with coronavirus. I'm not sure how they were infected because the evidence out of China is that transmission from mother to baby doesn't occur. The cases in the United Kingdom, these three cases, were postnatal and they could well have got it from a member of the nursing staff or medical staff rather than from the mother herself particularly as they're clustered in one hospital. So the question that patients are asking me is, should we have IVF treatment this month or should we even be trying to get pregnant while the virus is around? The advice that our organisation, IVF Australia and Virtus Health, given at 7 o'clock this morning, was that cycles could continue because we believe, based upon statements by the Royal Australian and New Zealand College of Obstetrics and Gynaecology and by the Royal College of Obstetrics and Gynaecology in the UK that the impact on pregnancy appears to be negligible or nil. Flu in itself can be a problem for women in pregnancy. The respiratory, the coughs and the colds that come along with pregnancy tend to be worse and last longer when you're pregnant than when you're not. But again, the data to date, predominantly out of China, suggests that it's no different from normal flu. So carry on with your treatments. Don't abandon treatment. Some clinics may stop treatment, and that may be because their staffing levels have been reduced because of the need for quarantine of their staff. Not necessarily that they have the virus, but there are two-week embargoes on staff going to work if they have a cold or a flu even if it's not coronavirus. So some clinics may well be advising to put off treatment to for six months or so. But certainly in our own service, where we've got multiple 
laboratory so that if one laboratory has to close because the staffing levels are so low, patients will be treated in other units. The other advice that the government is giving is in terms of contact with clinical areas to minimise those. So many specialists around the country now are moving on to 21st century technology and doing consults either by telephone or by Zoom or one of the other video services that are available. So I'm more than happy to be conducting consultations at a distance, which obviously reduces the chances of you requiring contact in a medical area where potentially there will be people who are affected travelling through. So minimising contact is a good thing. And in that sense, staying away from GPs is probably a good idea as well because their practices are going to be full of people with sniffles and coughs and colds worrying about whether they've got the virus or not. So that's my advice. Social distancing, it's being called. In terms of people in cycle, obviously there's still going to need be the need for attendance for scans and bloods. Our nursing staff, and I'm sure all other clinics nursing staff, are well versed now in minimising the risks to you and uh, of contracting the virus. I've never seen so many people cleaning so many surfaces so, so frequently. We're doing our best to minimise transmission. At this point in time, certainly no point in cancelling cycles and no point in not starting a cycle to get that baby that you so dearly want. And for some people, as you get, particularly those in the older age groups, another six months could make a difference to your chances of success. So I'd encourage you to keep on going. But speak to your doctor. They're the people who will be deciding whether it's to go ahead or not. There is still controversy. If you want to play 100% safe, then desist from treatment. But as a group, our doctors are comfortable moving forward. And don't forget that you can access all the previous episodes by going to our website, www.theivfjourney.com and select IVF Journey Podcast from the navigation menu. Thank you for listening to the IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast which helps couples negotiate their way through the IVF journey all the way to parenthood. You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1800 111 or by emailing him michael.chapman at ivf.com.au. 